Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Sea Dogs podcast. All things Scarborough Athletic FC from This Is The Coast, the local commercial radio station for Scarborough and the Yorkshire coast and hosted by me, Paddy Billington. So, coming up, what's been your greatest ever away game supporting Scarborough, either Scarborough FC or Scarborough Athletic? We'll read out some of your comments during the podcast and... Meet Danny Wilson from Wilson Retail, the company operating one-stop shops in Scarborough and beyond, and also shirt sponsors the last few seasons. Danny is also now a club director at Scarborough Athletic. Plus, we pay tribute to the voice of football for generations, John Motson, who's sadly died at the age of 77. And we preview Scarborough versus Leamington this weekend at the Flamingoland Stadium in Scarborough. All on episode 7 of the Sea Dogs podcast. And I'd firstly like to start with a thank you for listening to the Sea Dogs podcast. Our data tells us that at the time of recording episode seven, we've had almost three and a half thousand downloads of the Sea Dogs podcast on our site. Don't forget, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. We're on Spotify, iTunes, and at thisisthecoast.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Each episode seems to get uh, more numbers than the previous one, so it's growing. So thank you so much for your support. And don't forget, it'll be this Sunday that the Scarborough Athletic official podcast releases its third episode. One of my favourite Scarborough Athletic players in recent years, Ryan Watson, is the special guest this week. What a servant to the club he is. So do check out the Scarborough Athletic official podcast, again, available wherever you get your podcasts from. Right, in a moment we meet Danny from Wilson Retail, the company that operates one-stop shops in Scarborough, the company that sponsors the shirts for Scarborough Athletic FC and has done for the last few seasons. First, though, the first load of comments from my post on the Scarborough Athletic FC supporters group on Facebook this week. The topic this week, what has been your favourite ever Borough away game? There's been about 50 comments, so lots to mention. We'll start with Jamie Taus, who says, Talkie away, the game was called off, so 16 of us at Minehead Butlins for the weekend. What a weekend that was. And a couple of other people who were who were tagged in that comment have responded, confirming they had a good time. Borough Marketing Director Chris Marson, and from Marson & Co, I'm thrilled to recall my unforgettable experience attending the Port Vale away match during the FA Cup second round in 2003 when I was just 15 years old. It was an absolutely electric atmosphere. I'll never forget my excitement when Ashley Sestanovic scored that game-winning goal in the 80th minute, securing an incredible 1-0 victory for Borough. The emotions and reactions of the away crowd were indescribable, and I feel so lucky to have been part of that incredible moment in Borough history. It was an absolutely fantastic experience I will cherish for the rest of my life and Chris Pilmer says Cone away first bus I'd organised we'll talk more about that game in a bit and read out loads more of your comments but right now let's meet this week's guest Danny Wilson director at Wilson Retail the company behind the one-stop shops in Scarborough and of course shirt sponsors for the last few seasons he's also now a director at Scarborough Athletic FC Danny welcome to the podcast and you really are embedded in the club now, aren't you? Uh, yeah, we have sponsored Gab for a few years now. We've sort of a role I've taken on to a director. Yeah we're, yeah, we're sort of more involved in the club than ever, I suppose. Well, everyone's very familiar with those uh, one-stop logos on the Borough shirts and have been for some time. Just take us back to, to how that all started. Uh, well, we talked, We started sponsoring, first of all, the, the, uh, one of the ground boards, and then we sponsored and helped out fundraise for the seats so in the new stand. And uh, we originally got involved, I remember talking to the directors, when they were originally moving back to Scarborough from Bridlington, so when they were going to the stadium, I remember having a look at the stadium before it was ready and built, and, you know, as they were building it. And uh, 
I just talked to some of the people there and I knew Jeff Oscar Thorpe from uh, uh, my previous time as an accountant. Uh, I knew a little bit about the history of the club and what people have done. And so I got talking to some of the other directors. Really, I was always quite interested. And I was always quite impressed with how far they'd come even back then with, you know, being a supporter-run club and how much time people put in, you know, free time and volunteering and helping out and, uh, you know, helping the club, you know, which reforming basically a club, which is now doing very well. So, you know, you know, we kind of felt, you know, maybe this is something good for our business to be associated with. So on a sponsorship level, you know, we thought it might help our brand and help our business, but also, you know, on a personal level, just something we thought, you know, we could help with. And I've always been interested in football. So kind of followed from that really. And uh, like I say, uh, Gradually, over time, we got talking about maybe doing more with sponsorship and sort of the home kits. We've got a lot of stores around Scarborough, so sort of the home kit seems quite a logical step for us, you know, sponsoring something that's uh, a good association, you know, and uh, also it helped the club, helped the community, and probably helped our business even a bit as well. So, yeah, and then uh, then obviously we put the club shop in at Hunter, so that was just something that we knew we had a bit extra space and just allows the clubs to sell shirts at other times and other sort of bits of kit, you know, when, when otherwise they couldn't have a shop open or they're relying on volunteers to sort of open it. So. And what's great, when you walk into the shop on Huntry Street, you've got the big screen there showing uh, Scarborough Athletic highlights, which is wonderful. You've got the big shop in the corner as well, which is great. You've got the logos outside the window. When you walk into the shop on Falsgrave, the one-stop shop on Falsgrave, you've got pictures of Scarborough players as soon as you walk in. And, and it's great because it feels like the club is a big part of the community and it has become a big part of the community. Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, yeah, I think they've done a really good job, the club. I think it helps that they've been successful over the last two years. I think that's really pushed it on, although I think they were doing well before. It's just give it a real shot in the arm. But, yeah, I think uh, I think we are deeply embedded in the community. And I think we're, what we're trying to do with that, as well as I think it being good for Scarborough, it shows the football club as well. We're, we're kind of trying to do it, you know, so that it shows that we're sponsoring Scarborough. Not everyone... Not every one of our customers goes to Scarborough Games or perhaps knows that we do so, you know, they might see that. And like I say, I think it's a positive for our business that, you know, we're involved in the community as well and doing that sort of thing. But yeah, I think Scarborough do do, they do, do a really good job. And I think that's probably where uh, being a con- sort of supporter-run club and sort of community club like they are really makes a difference and sort of helps. They can be much more into the community and there isn't some rich owner or somebody at the top, you know, taking money off or... You know, with their own motivations, I think everyone's just got the best interest of you know, getting the club to play at the highest level that they can and really trying to run it on a sound financial footing, really. Yeah, for a 100% fan-owned club, uh, the rise has been quite something, hasn't it? And, uh, I mean, I don't think anyone would have expected the success of this season, the fact that we've been in the playoffs throughout the season, and you can't just put it down to luck or, you know, teams not working us out because we're new. And, I mean, we're, we're playing everyone for a second time now, and we're still doing the business, aren't we? Sitting pretty in fifth, and you've got to say, yeah. the, challenge, the, the aim now, surely, is to keep hold of a playoff spot. Yeah, and it looks like they probably will. There's a decent bit of gap. I think we're going to win on Tuesday. Alberton were one of the teams that were just outside the playoff positions and Scarborough are quite strong in there like you say they kind of teams at this I think at this stage of the season you're kind of where you deserve to be and uh, Scarborough probably are they're probably just slightly off the two the teams that are just going a bit clear at the top but they're certainly one of the better sides of the division and yeah they've done really well I don't think anyone kind of did and uh, I mean I'm not privy to everything I'm going to get to know a bit more with sort of being on the board but uh, you know I think it's I think generally those teams with bigger budgets than Scarborough there's 
some full-time teams, some of them are just Garber ahead, ahead of the release. So, you know, yeah, they did a fantastic job. And that's probably down to some parts of the club being run well, but they're fortunate they've got an excellent manager and an excellent team and team spirit. And that, that, can, that can take you a long way. Also noticed recently that uh, you've now got the one-stop logo on the um, Scarborough Sirens Football Club as well. So, you know, that's great to see your support for, for them too. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we don't want to be seen to just sponsor uh, sort of their main team and sort of do that so we do try and sponsor we sponsor a few youth teams as well and obviously have a bit of charity work we do as well but yeah Scarborough Sirens obviously they're trying to uh, push on and trying to set a sort of fully fledged I think sort of Scarborough sort of women's team which uh, I think they seem to be doing well with I know they've got a friendly this Sunday and uh, that they're sort of looking to do and uh, yeah I think, I think they're doing well so they, they wanted to launch a kit and uh, yeah, we said we sponsor an album with it, so yeah, where we can do. Hopefully, it does help, and hopefully, they can do. There's a big sort of a uh, big sort of uptake in people participating in women's football nowadays, and I think it's a good time to try for that because you know there is more people wanting to, and if they can get that fully fledged set up, that'll only help going further down the line. Because I know they have tried in the past to sometimes get teams playing in the leagues, and sometimes they just had difficulty with numbers. But I think with the recent success of sort of the ladies' football team, I think there more there is more people wanting to take part. My guest this week is Danny Wilson from Wilson Retail, the business that operates one-stop shops in Scarborough, sponsors of the club. We'll chat more very shortly. This is episode seven of the Sea Dogs podcast with me, Paddy Willington, brought to you by This Is The Coast. More of your comments now on your favourite ever away games supporting Scarborough. Dave Marshall says, does Wembley count as an away game? That's DJ legend Dave Marshall. Kenneth Watkinson replies, yes, it was in London. It's got to count. Mind you, you've got to be getting on a bit to have gone. And Dave replies, I am getting on a bit. And I went to all four. Still stand with others in the Avocet stand who did the same. Uh, great memories there. Uh, Danny Brooksbank says, I, I recall an FA Cup trip to Brighton and that the home fans chanted Borough for us for a while. Wow, they must have been winning quite well to be to be cheering us on, uh, because that doesn't normally happen, does it, at football matches. Uh, Lewis Palmer says, Stanley Bridge Celtic away last season, last-minute winner. Uh, thank you, Lewis. Uh, David Turton says, South End in the Cup, recent wins at Shields and Darlow as well. The York 2-0 win with two late, late goals. Also, Asken Villa to see Borough play in a field and get three points amid two crazy red cards for the opposition. Also, the Brighouse 2-0 win. But if I had to pick one, it would be Brighouse. Thank you, David, for that. And Simon Moore says, Stratford in the FA Cup replay, only an hour from us, so it was buzzing when it came about. First Borough game I took my son to. What a night that was. And that still leaves goose pimples on me, that does. It really, I mean, that match that night, when it went into extra time and we scored those goals... Oh, I remember interviewing Trevor Ball behind the goal afterwards. The man was in tears. It was uh, it was an amazing night, that. So we'll do some more of your comments very soon on the Sea Dogs podcast. Right now, back to Danny Wilson from Wilson Retail, uh, the company behind One Stops, the shops uh, that you find all around Scarborough and beyond. Let's talk about those shops, actually, because it's 18 years now, isn't it, that you've been uh, going in the town? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is 18 years. That's quite a long time ago, actually, yeah. 18 years ago, yeah, we first started with our first shop and uh, on Columbus Ravine. And yeah, since then we've added obviously a few, uh, a couple of shops we added and we have, we have got rid of the previous to this as well. And uh, But generally speaking, we've, you know, we've consistently grown different different stages in the last years. Last couple of years, we've grown quite quite a few more shops. And I do see the next couple of years maybe not being quite as sort of such rapid growth, but we're, we're fortunate. We're quite a uh, strong business. One stop's been good for us. Uh, uh, 
sort of the way the current economy is with sort of cost of living crisis as well. We we're, we're, joined the group in one stop that suited what we were looking to do, which is sort of try and run uh, good stores, good stores on, you know, sort of competitive pricing and good offers and stuff like that. And so in this current sort of climate, I think we're sort of in a good place, really. And we do try and where we can keep everything as well priced as we can and try and, you know, charge for as little as we can, obviously. Obviously, we've got to make sure we make a profit so that we can keep carrying on doing what we're doing. But, you know, we do try and do that. So I think that's sort of benefited us. And, you know, we seem to be doing quite strongly at the moment. Hopefully, it'll carry on. And sort of the new shops we have open, like you mentioned on Fallsgrave, you know, they're good shops. They started off well and, you know, they seem to be growing. And, you know, I think I think it'll carry on that way. Uh, we've got plans this year for another two stores, but they're both, I mean, we have sort of probably saturated Scarborough. So we we tend to open forever a field now. We've got uh, one we're looking at opening in Goodsborough and one that's opening in sort of a new mask, which is sort of near Redka. So we've got a couple of things, but that'll probably be it for it this year, we believe. Well, that newish one-stop at Crossgates is an absolute godsend, actually, when we're doing a, a kids' disco at the community centre and it gets to the middle bit where the kids go off and have some food and drink and we're desperate for a drink. It's just a, a short trot across the car park to get uh, a couple of bottles of Coca-Cola in the uh, the two for whatever it is offer there. Brilliant. It's sort of in a nice place. It's sort of grown and uh, it's still got probably a bit more growth to do and things like that. But yeah, it seems to have been good and, you know, quite happy. Because you're never actually certain when you do open new stores. We tend to pick sort of empty sites and we do believe well, hopefully get them right and we get a lot of good info but uh, we haven't always got every store right so yeah it's nice to see stores doing well and it's nice when people appreciate them uh, I think sometimes we've had some negativity people feel there's maybe too many one stops in certain areas but uh, generally speaking we get a lot of positive feedback that people are wanting them who live in them areas because it's, it's always good to have sort of a convenience store and mm. I think people do realise that we tend to not try and uh, overcharge people or you know inflate any price we do try and be you know as competitive we can and offer as good service as we can you know a couple of weekends back uh, with the kids here I was actually working so they had a bit of time and they, they went out and I live on the South Cliff in Scarborough they walked all the way along the Esplanade all the way down to the beach and their first stop was actually the one stop on the harbour and uh, they love the, the smoothie drinks uh, that you get they absolutely love those so they got a couple of those went to the East Pier and enjoyed them there and sent me a picture and then they came home so they literally uh, went on an afternoon trip to one stop which is pretty cool and it's always nice walking in those one stops because most of them have this is the coast on so thank you for that yeah uh, we, we tend to do that we sponsor the uh, sponsor one of the shows as well on this is the coast so one of the other things we do is sort of advertising so yeah it's good it's good for ourselves as well some people here are sponsorship but yeah it's obviously good that we're trying to promote sort of because that's what we are scarborough business at the end of the day as much as we have shops outside of scarborough now we are still a scarborough business and we always will be and just before we finish we did mention that you have recently become a director um at scarborough Athletic fc so just if you can just outline your role there you said you're helping them out with a few bits and pieces sponsorship and stuff like that uh, yeah, different bits, helping out the sponsorship. I did help them a bit with some of the looking at the new kits and sort of changing suppliers on the kits. You know, we had a look at different things about, you know, possibly doing stuff with that. And so I was sitting in on some of the meetings and sort of possibly helping with that. But yeah, just different bits. To be fair, the, from my initial time of being on the board, which isn't that long, the club's well run. The club does a lot of things very good and very right. So uh, there might be bits that I can help with or bits that maybe I already am helping with, but there's nothing that's really being done wrong that needs someone suddenly to come in and say, you know, this needs to massively change. So I'm just trying to help where I can. And we're, I'm quite busy with what we've currently got. And, uh, you know, so how much time I can always give. But, you know, if I can help in any way, that was my view. If I can help in any way, then, you know, it's only a positive. So if I can give something back to them, uh, 
you know, just be happy. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. And uh, we'll, I'll see you at the Flamingoland Stadium soon. Yeah, will do. Nice to speak to you, Paddy. And that is Danny Wilson from Wilson Retail, the company behind One Stop and the company that's been sponsoring Scarborough Shirts for the last few seasons. Thank you so much for giving us some time on episode seven of the Sea Dogs podcast. Well, still to come, Borough v Leamington preview. We'll also be reading out some more of your comments about your favourite ever away games watching Scarborough. But first, let's pay tribute to one of the legends in football broadcasting, John Motson, who's died at the age of 77. He's been remembered as a true legend in British broadcasting following his death. Did you know he reported on over 2,500 matches in his career, which spanned five decades? Gary Linick has called him the voice of the sport. Jim Rosenthal says Motti was the king of the football, Mike. Huddersfield boss Neil Warnock, who we heard from on the podcast last week, said Motson was always there during the highs and lows of his career as a manager. Motson covered some of the sport's most iconic moments across 10 World Cups, 10 European Championships and 29 FA Cup finals. Clive Tildesley says his legacy will live on. Nottingham Forest manager Steve Cooper says he's going to be sorely missed. He first appeared on Match of the Day in 1971 and reported on thousands of televised games. John Watson, who's died at the age of 77. Now, let's do some more of your comments on this topic this week. Your favourite ever Scarborough away matches. Uh, well, Will Hargreaves says Port Vale away was special. In fact, most of that FA Cup run was South End away with Scott Kerr getting that equaliser and then Quayle's winner in the replay at home, followed by Chelsea, of course. Winning 2-0 away at York City with Senior and Hackworth getting last-minute goals has special memories also. Uh, Liam Watson, South Shields away, January 2018. Shields currently w- were beaten at home for a while. We turned up and did the job. Shout-out to Nathan Valentine, who did a job on uh, Julio Arca that afternoon. Uh, Jonathan Eves says... Uh, Cone away 2018 would be an obvious choice simply because we won promotion and of course the celebrations on the pitch after and the journey back to Scarborough after the game uh, were something I'll, I won't forget what a great feeling the game I would pick though was Brighouse away 2013 there was so much riding on that match pre-game first v second the winner was pretty much in the driving seat to win the league Borough had a massive away back in that day and put in a massive performance and came away with the 2-0 win and yes it set us up for the following week which was also away at Bridlington against Retford to win promotion. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, the home games were away games, weren't they, back then? Chris Jackson says, Bradford City 3, Borough 5, League Cup 1992. Never forget Tommy Mooney running through several tackles to score. Uh, Joel Campbell uh, remembers Plymouth Argyle, the 3-3. Eddie Close, either Southend or Plymouth for me. Uh, both in the Cups, both draws, but amazing fight and determination. And uh, Nick English says, crew away in 1991. I was only 11, so I went with the Junior Supporters Club. We were 3-0 down with five minutes to go and Darren Foreman had been sent off. Ended up drawing 3-3 with my hero Tommy Mooney getting the equaliser. I'm sure <laughs> that night, uh, or that game... I was at home um, and I must have been what about 10 then and I think we were refreshing teletext <laughs> and it was like oh, 3-0 down <clears throat> and, I, and I'm sure I just, I just have this memory of just thinking what I'm, I'm seeing things it, it says 3-3 how is that possible uh, that seems to have brought back a memory of teletext or CFAX or something uh, so thank you for that uh, the comments are brilliant uh, Oliver Zane Lau Whiteley for me even though we lost Scunny away in the FA Cup what a game it had everything one of the best goals I've ever seen by Liam Robinson I said I think that that was 1998 and he says what a day we were robbed that day by a terrible linesman I was 13 
now 38. That really does make me feel old. Ian Blot says Brighouse. Paul Millard says all our FA Trophy wins, uh, least favourite, our defeat in the uh, FA Trophy final to Matlock. And uh, Ben Schofield says Pickering away 2017 for me, a hellish game with a special atmosphere. There's loads more comments. Do check them out on the Scarborough Athletic FC supporters page. And we'll, of course, have another topic next week. And that is almost it for episode 7 of the Sea Dogs podcast. Don't forget you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. We're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, and always uh, thisisthecoast.co.uk slash podcasts. And you can hear all seven episodes there right now. We'll end with a Leamington preview. Borough hoping to expand on Tuesday's 2-0 home victory over playoff chasing at Alfreton. Uh, we were calling them Alfreton uh, for the first half during commentary and then the guys from Alfreton just kept saying Alfreton, it's Alfreton, so Alfreton. Anyway, uh, we're, we're going to be playing relegation scrapping Leamington this weekend at the Flamingoland Stadium. Will Thornton continues his recovery from his injury, whereas Dom Tier is ruled out longer term. It's Borough's last home game for two weeks because the Sea Dogs will be hitting the road visiting Bradford Park Avenue on Monday, of course, and then Kings Lynn and Borough Rangers. So they're three very big away games. How many are you going to? Uh, Leamington sit just above the relegation zone. They'll be looking to turn around their fortunes in Scarborough after three consecutive defeats in league action. The game between both teams in the autumn finish 1-1 and this will be Leamington's first visit to Scarborough. Don't forget, you can get your tickets in advance at scarboroughathletic.com and if you haven't tried it before... The club are taking bookings for hospitality. And don't forget the brand new Victory Bar. That'll be open next to the clubhouse as well. Enjoy the game. And remember, if you can't make it, we've got four match commentary on This Is The Coast Extra, supported by Northeast Security Shutters and Doors. Oh, also, don't forget, for that away day travel, Valley Bar Sea Dogs can get you on one of their buses and they'll sort you out with a bit of food before the match as well. Well, thank you so much for listening to episode seven of the Sea Dogs podcast with me, Paddy Billington, brought to you by This Is The Coast. We'll see you on episode eight. This is the coast.